of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. I am your host, Tia, and today we got another episode of Just All Me. I don't know if you wanted it or not, but it's what you're going to get this week. Um, I basically, to be completely honest, have just been um, enjoying summer, and I've gotten a little bit behind on booking guests for the show. So instead of just you know not doing another episode, which I've actually never missed a week. Let me just put that out there. I mean, I know we're only on episode 10, but um, instead of missing a week because I'm not getting a guest, I figured I can talk by myself all day. Let's just do it again. So this episode is specifically going to be a lover boy themed episode. Now, that means a lot of different things. But number one, the first story we're going to hit with you today is the Loverboy event that I just went to with Tony and Nicole, who were my guests on the last episode. We went to AC because Loverboy, if you are a Bravo fan, you know what it is. Loverboy, the drink that Kyle and Amanda started on Summer House, and of course, Carl works on it as well. They are doing, I guess, a Loverboy tour. Um, so basically, this past Sunday, we went to the Hard Rock Beach Bar in AC for this event. Carl and Kyle were there um, for a very true, I would say, send it Sunday, uh, Sunday, fun day, send it Sunday, whatever you want to call it. And Amanda was supposed to be there as well. But if you've been following her on Instagram, you've seen that they have like all these foster puppies. And apparently Kyle said she had to stay home to take care of like, I guess they're placing the dogs in their homes now. And so unfortunately she had to miss it. Um, but it was so much fun. The weather ended up being perfect. It was supposed to not really be the best day, the best weather, but it was. Um, and so just want to kind of give you guys the lowdown on what this event was all about. Some of the tea I got there. Um, and then we'll go into other lover boy related headlines as well. So again, this was this past Sunday. So Carl and Kyle were extremely nice. It was such a good time. Let me just start by saying that. Um, they took photos with everyone. I mean, there was like a $10 VIP ticket you could buy, or you could just do the free entry. So you would basically be in one section or of the other, like one, one section was like regular bar area. And the other was like a blocked off VIP section. And sure as shit, uh, we sit down at a table just randomly. We could have gotten a lounge chair. We could have sat at a table. We choose to sit at this one table where we see a few other girls at, we sit down on the end and lo and behold, when Carl and Kyle make their grand entrance, they start taking pictures in the cabana directly next to our table. Like literally we couldn't have picked a more VIP spot than the one we got. So that was awesome. And it was fun. It was a really good day. It went from 12 to five. We hung out with the people that were at our table, clicked with them. They're such good people. It was fun. Like they, they had like a whole like step and repeat in the back so people could take pictures with them. Um, I'll probably end up posting one of them later on. And it, it was cool because when you got to go back there, it wasn't just like take your picture and go sit down. Like they really took the time to chit chat with you guys and like whatever questions you had or whatever you wanted to talk about. Like they, we were talking with them. I feel like we were kind of like not very self-aware and we were just chatting for a little bit too long and 
Kyle was like, oh my God, wait, we still have like more pictures to take. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's shut up and let's leave. Um, and then we ended up hanging out with them again later, of course, but like they had a line to get through. So let's go back to now painting the picture for you guys. We're sitting down, we get our free, free lover boy drink right when we come in with our VIP ticket and we're just drinking and having a good time. We've made these friends. We're all having drinks. Right. And then I look at Nicole and I'm like, you know, I think we need to step this up a little bit. <laughs> it is Sunday fun day. So I've posted this on my own personal page before. I don't know if you guys have seen some of you might just follow the podcast and not follow me, which is totally fine. Um, but you should follow me. <laughs> and I made this cocktail that I I'm now like obsessed with a little bit because Loverboy is a great drink, but it's not, it's like 4.2%. I want to say like, it's not going to get you drunk if you're trying to like really, you know, have a good time. If you're trying to chill, yeah, slowly sip on a nice drink. They're delicious. They don't bother my stomach the way like a Truly or a White Claw does. I've never been, oh, no, I am not team White Claw or team Truly. Those just, I don't know. I have, my stomach gets upset very easily with carbonation, but this is good. This is good. This is just the right amount of bubbles and the taste is really good. Um, I feel like I'm doing a full on ad for them, but I really do just love the drink. And so anyway, if you do want it to be a little bit more mm, Sunday fun day ish, you got to add a little some, something to it. So I'll do Tito's vodka and then I'll pour in like whatever favorite lover boy flavor. So like the white tea peach or the hibiscus pomegranate. In this case, we used, uh, we had the hibiscus one like all day on Sunday. So um, I used Tito's, the hibiscus pomegranate. And when I'm home, I'll add, okay, well, I would have the white tea peach one. So let me reverse that. Tito's white tea peach lover boy, a splash of raspberry lemonade and fresh mint. Ooh, you want to talk about a good summer drink. That is where it's at. So lover boys are great when you just want to chill, but if you want to zhuzh it up a bit, use it as a little uh, enhancer, you know, a little, a little spike rooney to some more vodka. Um, so anyways, we were doing that and they are messed up. Let me just call out hard rock real quick because they did not have food. Like we wanted, I just wanted to nibble on something while we're drinking in the heat and I mean, a good thing I had avocado toast before I went, but damn, I would have had more if I had realized there was no food available. So we were just drinking from 12 to five, you know, you, we'll get to the dinner later on, but <laughs> it was, you know, it was, it was a lit day. So we then, um, you know, we're drinking, we got these friends, we're having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And then fast forward to like, okay, so like towards the end of the day, we're like, all right, we wanted to play cool. A lot of people are like grabbing them for pictures, grabbing them to talk like all day long. And and, and I never want to be like that obnoxious person. So I just kind of like laid low for a little bit. And then eventually it got to a point where I just had to pull a bachelor. And by that, I mean, I had to grab Carl and just say, can I steal you for a sec? Because you know what? <laughs> I was tired of waiting. It was like 4 p.m. And the event ended at 5. So I knew I had to do something so we can have our little, like, our time with him. So I brought him over. He sat down with us at our table. Me, you know, Cole, you know, the friends that we had made, we were just chilling out for, and, and having, like, a good conversation with him. I want to say we talked for, like, uh, like maybe 30 minutes or so. Like it was a, it was a long conversation. We talked all about summer house. We talked about winter house. We talked about just life, like a bunch of stuff. I'm really not going to spill the tea on like everything that we, we talked about or, or really uh, like with him or with Kyle, we chatted later on in the day, but because I, I just truthfully don't want people to feel like 
if they have a conversation with me, everything is on the record and possibly going to be used on a podcast. So I'm not going to do that. Um, but I'm not going to leave you guys completely in the dark. I'll talk about a little bit of what we talked about. So again, we talked about everything, summer house, winter house, blah, 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 blah. Um, Kyle was, let me just say, Carl wasn't drinking. Like if you know, if you followed his journey, like he's kind of, you know, cleaning up his act. He's been through a lot this past year in his personal life. So he wasn't drinking. He was all about the waters and rebels. Kyle, on the other hand, you know, he was having a little lover boy or two. Um, and so by the end of the day, Kyle, myself, and then these other group of girls I made friends with, very chatty person, as you can tell. So I can really make friends with anyone. Uh, we all had a shot of tequila together. So I have that on video. That was fun. I'll probably post that. And Kyle was just like super funny, just like super on one at this point. It's the end of the day. He wasn't like out of hand. Let me, let me just say that he was just definitely like, you know, buzzed, but I wouldn't say he was like, oh, he's hammered and he was a mess and blah, blah, blah. Not at all. But he was just really, really fun. So we had our shot. And then after that, I was like, can I get a selfie? Which I hate saying that, but I had, you know, (laughs) I hate that fucking word. But we took a picture together. And as we're like setting ourselves up with the, with the camera, he says, mind you, we are on the hard rock boardwalk, right? In Atlantic City. He says, get the pinwheel in the background. Make sure to get the pinwheel. That's how I knew Kyle was drunk, okay? He said pinwheel when he meant to say Ferris wheel. I was like, pinwheel? What the hell is this guy talking about? No, this man (laughs) simply just had one too many lover boys at this point of the day. So after we got our little selfies, we went on our way and, you know, enjoyed the rest of our night. Basically, we went back to our hotel room and then we had dinner reservations at Il Molino, this Italian restaurant that we've been to a million times. In a, I shouldn't say a million times. That's, that's a complete lie. But <laughs> I've been to a couple times. I will say this, delicious, delicious food. But every freaking time I go there, I get sick. Like not like literal throw up. One time I did because maybe I ate too much. It was too, I don't know. But it is delicious. So it's like, what the hell? Why do I always feel like shit afterwards? But in any case, before we left, we were, Tony, Nicole, and I, we were all talking with Kyle and Carl. And we were like, oh, you guys have to go to Il Molino. Like, if you want to get the best veal chop parm in town, (laughs) that's where you go. And so uh, they actually ended up going. Um, They were there the same time as us. And, um, you know, we didn't go up to him and say hi like creepos, but we did see Carl walking to the bathroom. Like he was, I guess they were in like the other room of the restaurant next to us. So I guess, I don't know if they took our advice or if they're like, they're, team just like ironically made reservations there for them um but that was pretty wild so they were there again as much as i want to recommend that place to everybody i just don't think i personally can even go back because oh i don't know maybe it's just too heavy the food the fried zucchini chips they give you in the beginning maybe it was the chicken fingers and fries i inhaled from room service before we got to dinner but again let me remind you we ate nothing this whole day nothing and we were drinking so like would I have normally gotten room service while we got ready? No, but oh my God, it was so mandatory. So not sure what the hell, maybe it was drinking all day and then eating fancy food. Maybe I just can't do that. I don't know, but it is great. It's in New York as well. You could find it. I mean, it's great. It's a great restaurant. I don't want to shit on them, but oof. anyway, so that is how our day ended. We saw them um, at dinner 
and I guess the, the other piece of, of tea I'll give you, I don't know if I really even give, gave any, if I just started rambling about the event, but one thing I did find, I'll, I'll say two things, lover boy fans, fans of the drink, listen up because I know y'all are like, oh my God, the lover boy spritz, premium craft cocktails, the espresso martinis, where are they at? I don't want them to only be available online. The hard teas, the spiked teas are what's available in stores and the rest is available online. Well, Apparently, I think the espresso martinis and the craft cocktails will be available in store soon. I feel like that's what was insinuated when we asked um, Carl that. So hopefully, 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 espresso martinis, of course, if you watch Summer House, that's like their thing. Every time they go out to a dinner, everyone's getting a round of espresso martinis. And um, I know that their lover boy version is I mean, first of all, it's an espresso martini already made for you in a can. So it's pretty awesome. And one can equals two martinis. Like I need this in my life. So hopefully that comes to stores soon. And the other little piece of tea that I got is that I don't think Kyle and Amanda are going to be getting married this week. So I just rewatched the last episode of season five, basically the season finale with when Kyle and Amanda had their mock wedding. I think that aired back in April. I remember when it aired, we, I was in Miami with Tony and Nicole actually. And we were like half watching it while we were getting ready. So the other day I was just like, let me actually like watch this. Cause I wasn't really paying attention. So I watch it and I heard them say their real wedding was June 18th. It's well, it's scheduled for June 18th, 2021. I think they were getting a venue in Jersey city. I can't remember, but anyway, the point is June 18th. So obviously if you're listening to this, that's in a couple of days and someone at our table had asked Kyle, Hey, like, are you excited for the wedding? Did you have the wedding? Something along those lines. And you just saw like Kyle's energy just shift a little bit. And he was just like, um, actually we had to postpone it for a third time because of COVID. And he seemed like obviously really bummed. So I don't know if it's actually happening this week. I don't think, I mean, I don't think it is, which is sad. It's frustrating, but I get, I get it. Like, I mean, if they had to make that call a few months ago, you know, it, it was only very recently that like dance floors reopened for weddings and stuff. So they might've already just called it to push it. Uh, but filming does start. I, we did also find out for summer house in July. So they're not filming this right now. We were thinking, oh my God, are we about to be on TV right now? We're about to get a little feature on Bravo. Let me come and look my best. Um, but no. <laughs> They did not film just yet. They're filming soon. And Loverboy, I mean, they're going on a, it's a little Loverboy tour they're doing. Their next stop is in Chicago tomorrow, June 17th at the Shore Club in Chicago. Did I not just say Chicago? Whatever. Um, So that'll be, I I guess this is going to be a new thing they're going to do. I highly recommend if you're a fan of Bravo, if you're a fan of Summer House, go have a good time. It's, it's not, it's totally worth it. First of all, like I said, it was $10 at least in AC for this VIP ticket to the event. And it was just a really fun day to have in general, but to have them there and so um, interactive with the fans and, and really just giving everyone the time of day. It was really, really nice. So super fun, super, super, super fun lover boy event this past Sunday. I wouldn't imagine them doing this. Like, I mean, it's very cool Chicago that they're coming there on, what is that going to be a Thursday? That's cool. But like when you're partying with Carl and Kyle, it's gotta be a Sunday fun day. So it was super fun. Um, definitely a great time. I recommend going if they're going to be in your area. Now, headline number two on the lover boy train here is we're going to talk a little bit about Drake. Okay. And lover boy specifically. So basically we got some new music coming from Drake, ladies and gentlemen, the way I think will finally be over. So during a recent interview, the rapper confirmed that his long awaited album titled 
certified lover boy, uh, get it, um, will be out by the end of summer. So this past February, it was reported that Drake planned to drop his album in April. But obviously that that didn't happen. And then before that, he said that he planned to drop his new LP in January of 2021. But if you guys remember, he had like this knee surgery and recovery and all that stuff. So he put that aside. And so now Certified Lover Boy should be here by the end of summer. And this will be his first LP since 2018's Scorpion. Okay, so just because this is going to be his first official album in three years doesn't mean he hasn't been putting out new music. Back in June of 2019, Drake dropped off a two song EP called The Best in the World Pack. Then the next year, he dropped Dark Lane Demo Tapes, which is a mixtape filled with tracks that just didn't make the cut for his new album. If you remember, he came real TikTok ready with Tussie Slide. Um, left foot, uh, right foot, side. You know, okay, so that was very good. Um, he kept us entertained there during the pandemic for sure with that one. And then this past March, Drake dropped Scary Hours 2, which is a three-song EP with features from Rick Ross and Lil Baby. It's three bar heavy tracks that kind of remind me of old school Drake. Um, There was What's Next, Wants and Needs, and Lemon Pepper Freestyle. so lemon pepper freestyle let me just let me just stop and say that's um the one that features rick ross on it and i'm gonna need everyone to just like do this google rick ross's baby dressed as a lemon pepper chicken wing (laughs) okay so i swear to god for halloween one year rick ross really dressed up his his child as a lemon pepper chicken wing and it's the funniest thing he has like a little bottle of ranch laying next to him it is the funniest thing i have ever seen so freaking cute um but it just cracks me up because whenever i read that title it makes me think oh my god rick ross's little lemon pepper chicken wing baby so anyway then most recently drake was featured on Nicki minaj's new song seeing green with lil wayne so he has not been mia for music at all but this will be his first album in three years since scorpion like scorpion was sick do you remember like the summer vibes that that album gave us scorpion had non non-stop is always the first one that comes to mind because i don't know that was just probably my favorite track on the album but like the whole the whole album was a vibe and now the certified lover boy i'm sure will be worth the wait drake never disappoints so i hope it's more like sooner than later Because like I said, his music usually is a summer vibe. I don't want this dropping at the end of August. I don't want this Labor Day weekend. I want this soon, Drake. So hopefully he drops it soon. New music from Drake always blows the hell up. We were just talking about this with um, on a recent episode, Tristan and I just saying like literally every single one of Drake's like musical endeavors just always obviously blows the hell up. He just won Artist of the Decade at Billboard Music Awards. He is truly like whenever he drops something new it is highly anticipated and certified lover boy i don't think will be any exception i'm super super excited to see the collaborations he's going to have on there um and and if these past songs that he's been putting out and mixtapes and this and that are any reflection of what certified lover boy is going to be like then i think we're all in for a treat all right now moving on with some more lover boy news okay we're talking ben affleck okay are you sick of this storyline yet or are you sick of it maybe i'll put some time codes so you can skip to the next story but i am here to give you the freaking tea right that's my job so we're talking about ben affleck and j-lo's kiss okay this is the first official benefer 2.0 kiss pick to hit the internet so was it staged probably 
Okay, they were out to dinner at Nobu in Malibu this past Sunday, so they knew they weren't hiding or anything like that. But um, I fully believe this relationship is completely real. Anyone who thinks it's fake is, I think, delusional. Um, we had an exclusive source on a recent episode, I believe episode seven, eight, shit, let me think, whatever. The last episode that I had with myself, I had my exclusive source, who I will not name, tell me, you, who very, by the way, is very reliable, told me that this is a, the real deal. Ben and Jen are the real deal. Wow, I feel like I've never said Ben and Jen. That was really cute and fun. Um, so if anything, like I've learned from my past assumptions because back when like Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello dropped out Senorita in like 2019 and then they all of a sudden became a couple, I'm like, oh, that's just for press. They just want to get this song to number one and look, it worked. Well, fast forward 2021, the two are still together. So I think I was completely wrong there. Um, but this for sure is the real deal. Okay. So page six exclusively reported the steamy makeout smoochy dinner date. Uh, which, like I said, took place at Nobu this past weekend. And it was a, uh, a video that the paparazzi snapped. There's a screen grab of the kiss, but it's a video. It shows them kissing. And then JLo's twins, Max and Emmy, they come up in the video at the end and kind of they're showing Ben and JLo something on their smartphone. Um, so if you do remember from that episode with my source, they told me that Jen had recently met up with Mark Anthony and talked over about like her relationship with Ben and introducing her kids to Ben and, and bringing him in their lives and stuff like that. So clearly, I mean, they, they were all there for the family affair for dinner. So I think that's really nice. It looked really sweet, looked cute. And it's nice. I feel like they're, they're really in a good place. It's kind of, it's crazy how fast this has happened because the rumors of them rekindling their relationship just started back in April um, of course, after A-Rod stepped out on, on J-Lo. And in May, Ben and J-Lo then took a trip to the Yellowstone Club in uh, Montana. And then most recently, they rented a vacation home together in Miami. So they've been, they've been really spending as much time together as possible. And then now, as recently, J-Lo was seen like looking over at schools in LA. So it's reported that she's planning on moving um, and relocating to LA full time to be closer to Ben. So it's pretty, that's pretty uh, serious. If you ask me, if she's thinking about uprooting her life and with her kids, relocating to LA, I mean, damn. All I know is that A-Rod really took like the biggest L of 2021 so far because I feel like, and I have said this once, I'll say it again. I will not be mad if this ends in another engagement, a new, we want to really have Benefer 2.0, then that includes a ring. And honestly, I'm not mad if it's the same ring from back then, because that pink diamond, wasn't it? Pink? Yeah. A pink diamond that, that Ben gave her, um, that, that was an A bomb. I would say an A bomb. Ooh, the shade. It was, it was a nice diamond. I want them to bring that back, bring it back. Let's get married and let this be the happy ever after that JLo needs for Christ's sake. Oh, actually the both of them. I feel like they found their happiness. I remember JLo's mom, she has said that, you know, she always loved Ben and her together. It was really upsetting for her when they split years ago in the early 2000s. So, uh, you know, maybe this was really meant to be. I'm The first kiss picture is finally here, people. Everyone's losing their minds. Um, so now let's move on to some more lover boy news. This time we're breaking down bachelorette. Okay. New episode aired Monday night for Katie season, the bachelorette. And let's start talking about Greg again. Okay. In the last episode, we did mention him. We love him because 
he is a New Jersey native. He had a Manasquan beach house with his friends. So we automatically like him. And he got the first impression rose in episode one. So now episode two, he got the first one-on-one date. So Greg is really stepping up and intimidating the rest of the guys for sure. His one-on-one date, him and Katie went fishing. And um, it was something that Katie had expressed was a thing that she used to do with her dad, who she opens up passed away in 2012. And, you know, you could see it was something really emotional for her to have him be a part of it. Then fast forward to the dinner later that night on their one-on-one and Greg opens up about his father passing away as well. And he used to fish with him as well. So it was like, I mean, crazy coincidence bonding moment that she had chosen him for that date um, and that they can connect on that level. And I'm going to say something. He's obvious. He's an obvious front runner. Like that moment was like, oh my God, it's like end game. Like Greg just won the whole freaking, I don't want to say one, but Greg, Greg won over Katie's heart. Right. But there's always a but, um, it was exposed online that he is an actor. He is an actor. So we will see if it's all genuine. I don't think he's lying about his dad by any means. I am not saying that, but I, I, I mean, I actually, I genuinely believe everything he had said. I'm here for it. I am team Greg. Let me say that. Let me put that out there. But it's just like, oh, the second you throw actor into the mix, it's like, come on. Like, why are you on this show, dude? Because Katie had a whole breakdown about who is here for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. There was a whole drama moment. She made Cody go home because she found out that his intentions weren't pure and he just wanted to get exposure on TV. So it became a whole thing. Um, then Carl, let's not even get into that Carl, the Carl manipulating Katie while she was the most vulnerable after sending Cody home. And he's like, oh yeah, no, there's a ton of people that aren't here for the right reasons with like no ground on, on why he said that. Um, the bachelor pod actually tweeted quote, I feel like Carl watched the housewives to prepare for bachelorette instead of watching the bachelorette to prepare for the bachelorette. And yeah, Carl, like, what did that, where did that come from? Did he know about this whole Greg actor thing? Did he, I don't know. There was also a preview about one of the other guys, maybe Hunter don't quote me on that, but I think Hunter where he admits, you know, yeah, I have thought about the possibility of being the next bachelor. And in that case, that means you don't want to end in love with Katie. So uh, it's, um, it's messy. I really, really hope Greg is there for the right reasons. I know some people are expressing that they don't know if he's completely genuine. I do. I mean, that's some serious stuff that they bonded over and I don't think any of that is a lie we have to just wait and see it seems a little too good to be true the greg and katie bond so we'll see if it stays strong throughout the season um who else was a standout the andrew the pro football player on the bachelorette him and katie also bonded over something from their personal lives talking about how just they grew up with not the most money in the world katie had talked about how she grew up in a one-bedroom apartment i want to say a one-bedroom home and her dad like put together this fake fireplace made out of construction paper and pretended that Santa's magic could bring it to life and blah, 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 blah. Really cute. Talking about thrift shopping because they didn't have money for things growing up. And you know, that was a cute moment. He seems super genuine. I really like Andrew a lot. He's super genuine, very handsome. He has Katie's sense of humor and just is funny. Um, when he came out, like with that whole fake accent thing, like he's a jokester, uh, jokester who I feel like Greg kind of, lacks in that department of like the goofiness that Katie has but I really I think he's up there too in the front runners Andrew's definitely a force to be reckoned with and the virgin I mean come on now 
the guy, um, so there was like a, a challenge that they opened up the episode with talking about, um, you know, the guy said to say why they would make the best lover for Katie. And so he obviously had like the most touching things to say about, you know, saving himself for marriage. And obviously he won that challenge. So I think that's like the top three right now. We got to get Carl out of here. Just going back to that drama with like the whole, oh, they're not here for the right reasons. Who knows? Maybe he actually has some some tea that he just isn't spilling yet but oh my god he got real messy and i just think it was not the right timing his delivery sucked give me some evidence if you're going to make a claim like that oh my god if i were katie i'd be like you tell me right now who you're talking about or i'm sending your ass home like "Mm -mm, we're not here to play look at her she's hysterical she was crying Uh uh-uh carl got to go he ain't even cute we can get rid of him he ain't even certified lover boy (laughs) like Drake and like Greg and like Ben Affleck. They're just, no, he got to go. Let's get rid of Carl. I'm, I'm down. I'm over that. Um, but then in more bachelor news, kind of, sort of, not really. Um, there's, let's call it lover boy news, right? That's, that's the name of the game here with this episode and more lover boy news. Our final story here is that there is going to be a new bachelor type dating show. I think it was actually first, um, reported by a former producer bachelor, but anyway, um, there's another dating competition series coming to HBO max later this summer. I am super excited about this. This is like the trash. If you've listened to the last episode, this is the trashy dating shows that I'm into that more so than the bachelor. Like I'll always, again, I'm, I'm hooked already. I'm in with the bachelor gang. Okay. Bachelor nation. But like, I like the real messy type of dating shows. So this seems amazing. Um, so anyway, the series now has its host, Nikki Glazier. She is set to host the new ready for this name f boy island Uh, yes f boy island tv show um, which is going to pit nice guys against bad boys with three women looking for love or money okay i'm not fully getting that but hold on so nikki glazier if you miss it she just hosted um the mtv movie and tv awards unscripted she's a comedian she has her own podcast things like that i think she'll be really um a great host for this type of show it's going to be a 10 episode reality series which actually already filmed in cayman islands earlier this year and hbo max revealed more about the new series in a press release saying quote three women move to a tropical island where they're joined by 24 men So there's 12 self-proclaimed nice guys looking for love and 12 self-proclaimed F-boys there to compete for cold, hard cash. Okay, now it makes sense. Okay. Um, So the women will navigate the dating pool together with the hopes of finding a lasting love connection. And by the finale, all will be revealed who is a nice guy, who is an F-boy. And who do the women ultimately choose? F-Boy Island is a social experiment that asks the age-old question, can F-Boys truly reform or do nice guys always finish last? Oh my God, that's so messy. I love it. Okay, so I guess if the girl picks um, someone who enters the show as an F-Boy, he could say, yeah, I'm out this bitch, I'm taking the money. Or we see if he changes throughout the show and wants to actually be there for love. Uh, that's cool. Okay. I like this. This is different. Um, and the show was actually created and produced by the people behind the bachelor and love is blind. There is no premiere date for the series yet, but it it did say HBO max did say sometime later this summer. I am here for this. I am here for this. First of all, the bachelor and love is blind. You want to talk about two big success dating shows. It's crazy because you can't really tell if shows like this are going to be a success or not. Um, I think back to like paradise hotel 
right? So that was a show from the early 2000s. And then it was rebooted recently, uh, a couple summers ago, Kristen Cavallari hosted it on Fox. I loved it. I freaking loved the show. I swear to God, I feel like nobody watched it though. And that's a fact because the show got canceled again. Um, So it really had like one rebooted season. But that's also because there's just so many shows that are similar to this, right? Like we have Love Island. We have Temptation Island. We have Love is Blind. We have The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and The Bachelor in Paradise. So there's so many shows like that kind of follow the same type of concept. But I think this one does have a good chance of surviving and getting picked up for multiple seasons because the creators and the producers behind it, they are um, behind The Bachelor, right? So they know a thing or two about creating a dating show. And this is different in the sense that it has a comedic twist to it that I haven't seen with these other shows, right? F-Boy Island, come on now, okay? We got money involved. Like we're looking for the... I I guess in Love Island, we do have that greedy element too, where you can like split the money at the end or keep it for yourself type of thing. But you know, this is, this seems like real messy. Like this could end, this is going to have more drama that I'm interested in. The the poster is here too. I'll post it on the Tea Time Instagram. And it's just a picture of all these people on an island. And then it says, it's time to separate the men from the bros. I am so ready for this. So this is going to be, again, streaming this summer on HBO Max, the new reality series, (laughs) HBO Max original, F-Boy Island. You guys, it's been quite the week for Lover Boys between literally with Summer House, we got updates from Drake for Certified Lover Boy um, and all these other men looking for love. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little different, but, you know, I like that we had a little theme going on here. I didn't hate it. Um, I liked hearing the sound of my own voice for this long. I don't know about you. But next week, I'm hoping we have a guest I'm very, very, very excited about. Um, I don't know if it'll be for next week or not, so I guess stay tuned. But yeah, I'm really trying to get some some good people for you. Don't worry. I, I have some people lined up for the end of summer. I've just fallen behind on these recent weeks. It happens, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Until next week, stay sipping that tea. I'll see you guys then. Bye.